Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. Because he lives, we live, isn't it? We have the life of Christ in us and that life is going to flow out from us to bless mankind in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Luke 24, uh, Pastor Bimbo helped us with that. I'd written that down and then she came up and just started with that. There's something so powerful from Luke 24 verse 1. Holy Spirit, help us, give us understanding, empower us afresh. Heal the sick this morning. Encourage the discouraged. Deliver the oppressed. Set us on fire to be a blessing to our world. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and this certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. Verse 2. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Verse 3. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Verse 5. Then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they, f- they said to them, Why do you seek the living amongst the dead? Verse 6. It's not here. It's risen. Somebody says risen. Okay, remember now. Remember how he spoke to you when he was in Galilee. Verse 7. Saying, the Son of Man must be delivered unto the hands of the sinful man and be crucified and the third day rise again. But that part says, why are you looking for the living amongst the dead? I want to say that as prophecy, that when they are looking for failures of 2023, you will not be found among them. When they are looking for those who did not survive 2023, we will not be on that list in the name of Jesus. He said, why are you looking for the living amongst the dead? You will not be found among failures. You will not be found among the sick and the the oppressed in the name of Jesus Christ. Because he is risen, there is a price he has paid on our behalf. And we ought to exercise our dominion by using what he has paid for. In Mark 16 verse 15. Mark 16 Verse 15, you are not powerless anymore. He paid the price for our dominion on the earth. You cannot be oppressed by satanic forces anymore. Mark 16, verse 15, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Verse 16, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Verse 17, and this signs will follow those who believe. From this morning, signs and wonders will start following you afresh in the name of Jesus. Can you say with me, I am for sign and for wonders. Say like you believe it. I am for signs. I am a commander of signs and wonders. Jesus came to make you, not just to be looking for signs and wonders, from the pastor, do signs in my life. He came to make you a doer of what? Signs and wonders. I and the children whom the Lord has given me 
They are for signs and for wonders. Mark 16. Let's go back to that verse. He said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. These signs are not to follow pastors and not to follow ministers alone or leaders in the church. These signs are to follow them that believe in my name. They will do what? They will cast out demons. I want to say to everyone, as we celebrate resurrection, uh, if you are born again, you are saved, you are a believer, Satan does not have dominion over you. Enough of you shedding tears over satanic activity. Anything you see in the house, Satan has come again. You see three war gecko. The devil is chasing me. You have a bad dream. No, even if the devil shows up in my name, you will do what? Cast out Satan. Cast out means you are far above them. Anytime you observe satanic activity around you, or you, or, you, or you perceive Satan at work, you stand. Don't, don't, don't. The first thing is not to call your pastor. The first thing is not to call your friend. Exercise your authority in Christ. And that authority, the staff of that authority is the name that is above all names. The name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You speak to your weak in the name of Jesus. You speak to your body in the name of Jesus. You speak to circumstances in the name of Jesus. We just finished uh, studying the book of Matthew in our church. And one of the areas that touched me was the dominion of Jesus. Over climate, over circumstances. There was a time they were in a boat. And scripture says a violent windstorm rose up. And then the sheep or whatever was almost drowning. And Jesus was asleep on the pillow. <laughs> and then they went to wake him up. Master, don't be looking at us. We perish. He now rose up. Before he even addressed them, scripture says, he rebuked the windstorm. And that is how you operate. You stand in his stead and rebuke the windstorm. And scripture says, there was a calm. And they marveled at him. Now, he has given you his name. I've been to ceremonies where a particular uh, traditional ruler was invited but couldn't make it. They now send their representative. You now see him carrying the staff of office of that traditional ruler and they accord unto him the same honor, the same attention that they would have accorded to, because he's representing him. And then he would deliver a speech on behalf of the person. And they will invite the person as that traditional ruler. And then he will not sit with others. He will sit in the seat of that traditional ruler if he were present physically. That Jesus did. He gave you a staff. He's his name. So if you can rebuke the storm, you can rebuke the storm. That's why he said, in my name, in my name, you are standing in my stead, you are in my stead. Uh, you shall cast out devils in my name. Uh, poisons will not tamper with your life. In my name, you subdue the works of darkness. That means Satan must not have victory over your body. 
Victory over your family. Victory over your circumstance. You rule with that name. Glory to God. Somebody say the name of Jesus. Say louder today. The name of Jesus. Say it again and again. The name of Jesus. Name above all names. Now let's go back to that verse. So how do I use that name? Can we get to that verse, media, please? It says, in my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues. Verse 18, they will take up serpents. Not that you go and be carrying snake. Intentionally, that the Bible says, no. There was a time Apostle Paul, please clarify the house. Apostle Paul was um, in a place and he took a stick and a snake now wound around his hand. And the people of that village now thought that, ah, he would die because he was a viper. <laughs> and then he shook it away. And they were waiting for him to die. The guy kept on preaching. Ah, they said the gods have come to us. So, you have dominion over that kind of circumstance. He said they shall take in deadly poison and they will not be hurt. Not that you not go and carry poison and drink it. But if there's anybody under the sound of my voice that any mortal man is planning to poison you, it will not damage you in the name of Jesus Christ. I said you will not be damaged in the name of Jesus Christ. And if there's anybody already kind of attacked with poison, the effect is neutralized in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, in my name, you will cast out devils or demons. Father, I pray over everyone under the sound of my voice. If there be any demonic activity in their dreams, any demonic activity in their health, in their marriage, in their household, Lord, I cast out those spirits in the name of Jesus. We cast out those spirits in the name of Jesus. They will not return to those homes again in the name of Jesus Christ. I command freedom. And we release the peace of the Holy Spirit. We release the glory of God over that health, over that family, in the name of Jesus Christ. The next verse. And then the Lord was walking with them. He says, so then after the Lord has spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. Verse 20. And they went out and preached, what? Everywhere, the Lord walking with them. How? Confirming the word with or through the accompanying signs. So how do you do signs and wonders from that verse? And they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord walking with them, confirming the word. It is the confirmation of the word that results in signs and wonders. When a believer is wordless, will be signless. It is the confirmation of the applied word, the spoken word, that signs and wonders manifest. How do I do signs? How do I do wonders? Is it just by shouting or by no? It's by applying the word. It is God confirming the word that has been revealed to you that makes you a sign and a wonder in those areas. And, and it's very simple. 
when God confirms those things, it is always above the natural. It is not logical. It is not on the human level. So when God confirms the word, it's a supernatural manifestation by default. And that becomes a sign and a wonder. In this service, as we progress from the 40 days prayer fast challenge, I want everyone in this church to be word addicts. Your level of signs and wonders, your level of dominion, your level of exercising your authority will be weak if your word level is weak. Stay with the word. Grow with the word. <laughs> Manifest the word. If you are sleeping, say amen. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> if you are awake, say amen. amen. Some of people have not recovered from the... And it's understandable. Such disruptions at times can take two days for some people's body to... It's okay. I know you are hearing the word in the spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah. The word. The word. The word. We are studying the book of Mark. In case you didn't hear before. Which book are we studying this month? Not Mark Antonio. Mark. Mark. Matthew. Mark. Huh? And today is ninth of... Uh, normally it should be on chapter 9, safe. But it's reason. Our sins are forgiven. You can start yours today. Read it. Eat it. Read it. And what? The word is your rod of signs and wonders. God can't do anything for you, Yinka, except it is his word. His word ruled. In fact, he has exalted his word above his name. His name cannot even work if the word is not backing it. That's why the devil does not like you studying. Let me say this. Devil does not stop you from praying as long as the word is not there. Prayers are useless if it is not word backed. If there's anything that he can allow you to be doing emotional display privately praying. He knows that as long as there's no word but God's word, he can't stand it. He said this word, my word is like fire and a hammer that breaks the rock into pieces. Genesis 24 verse 7. Let me give you an example of how the word commands signs and wonders. Are you here? Yes, Praise the Lord. If you know King James does not understand you, you read which one? New King James. That's why it's New King James. The grammar is better. If you know that one does not understand you, you do N-I-V. Abby? Uh -huh. If you now know that it doesn't work, which one do you do? Ma? Easy to read. Yes, ma. That's correct. <laughs> I mean, the devil will put all kinds of excuses for you not to study. <laughs> look at this verse. Abraham told the servant, go and look for a wife for Isaac. Go. From that land, Mesopotamia. And the guy said to Abraham, if I now find the woman, 
And the woman does not agree to come. Abraham said, you don't marry somebody by force. So let it be. But he now prayed a prayer. The Lord God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my family and who spoke to me and swore to me, saying, to your descendants, I will give this land. What would that God do? He will send his what? And you will take. Somebody say take. Who will conclude the matter from that verse? Eh? Angel. Can we have this verse in um, message translation? This verse. I'm, I'm giving you an example of how God's word helps our lives. Uh, KJV. Okay. Uh, uh, MSG. MSG. Ah. Abraham said, oh no, never, by no means are you to take my son back here. God, the God of heaven, who took me from the home of my father and from the country of my birth and spoke to me in solemn promise, I'm giving this land to your descendants. This God will send his angel. Can you see ahead? And you to get a wife for my son. So before the servant left, who left? Before the servant left, who left? So verse 12. <laughs> so before you enter any month, what do you do? That's how God's word. So you'll, you'll not be having signs and wonders in that month because angels are organizing things for you. That's how you use the word to perform miracles. Do you understand? Look at verse 12. Oh, go back to the one you can read. So the servant, no, 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 12, be healed. Thank you, Jesus. Do you understand? So the guy was trying to explain, hey, will it work like that? Will this happen like that? He said, okay, 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 okay. I, I, God that called me will send his angels Ahead of you. KJV or NKJV. This is not bad, but let's go back to that. Okay, so, so I realized that by the time the guy got to the place, he too now prayed that God should send him good speed, you know. And before he finished speaking, Rebecca showed up. <laughs> Then he said, oh Lord God of my master Abraham, please give me success this day and show kindness to my master Abraham. Next verse. Behold, I stand here by the well of water and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Verse 14. Now let it be that the young woman to whom I shall say, please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, drink. And I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one you have appointed to your, for your servant. And by this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Now look at the next verse. And it happened before he had finished speaking that what happened? Behold, Rebecca, who was born of Bethlehem, son of America, blah, 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 came out. <laughs> so you ask yourself, was his prayers? Thank God for his prayers. But this woman showing up shows that something was already at work before he arrived. So as we're entering this week, angels will go ahead of you. Amen. Say it louder, amen. amen. They will make every crooked path straight in the name of Jesus. 
Abraham said, God will send his angel. But in the New Testament, what do we do? We send the angels. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for us? They minister for us. So I am declaring that April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December shall be days of heaven on earth. Angels will organize for your welfare. Angels will organize your eagle's wings. You will soar like the eagle. It's an advantage. Angels. And this one is even about marriage. Abby. Rebecca was the only one the man spoke to. That means when angels are at work, no wasted time. No wasted energy. I dare prophesy to everyone trusting God for marital settlement. You are ready for marriage. Are you sure you are ready for it? Now, I will release angels right now to continue to perfect the matchmaking in the name of Jesus Christ. Are you understanding these signs and wonders? That you will meet your husband or your husband will meet you easily. Easy. You will meet him. You will meet him. Or he will meet you. Mothers, instead of carrying the name of your children to one wrong place, this is kind of prayers you pray for your children. Father, let your angels go ahead of my son, of my daughter, and let the man or the woman that fits her or him come. You know, that, that's how we do signs and wonders. That any barrier on their pathway, let the angels remove it. Business people, you pray with angels for clients, for opportunities. It's, it's vast. See how a scripture. When you study that and you understand it, when you are praying, the prayer will be with fire because you are praying from a point of understanding. We say we cannot die prematurely because angels go ahead. The aircraft that will crash, you will not enter inside it. I will not enter inside it. It's as simple as that. And they know, they know the one that can crash. They know, they know the engines. If chains can be broken from the hands of Paul and Silas, that means spirits understand machinery. They know. The, the, there was a crash that happened in Europe one time. The plane was fine, but they discovered that the pilot was depressed. So how do I know that one? And plane is fine, no? but the pilot was depressed, battling with depression. So he had decided that day that as he's flying from Germany to somewhere in Europe, he will crash the plane on the mountain. And he did the same thing. Uh, so we'd rather be inspecting every pilot when I'm traveling. Hello, let me see your eyes, sir. Uh, just a bit. Uh, and you, or you see a pilot that is not smiling. Oh, guy, you can't fly me. <laughs> How will you know? But those are things that angels know. And you are flying, it will change that pilot. It won't work that day, not that month. That's why it's a sign and a wonder. If you know how many things you have escaped by praying in tongues, it will amaze you. Another one that crashed plane, he was drunk. He was hiding him, and they didn't know. So should I not be checking you whether you have drunk this morning or didn't drink this morning? I saw one very annoying. He took his child on the flight and then brought him to the cockpit. The, the little distraction. So how do I know that? 
It's good to engage spirits in your endeavors. And God has given us angels. So I'm believing that there will be miracle marriages this year. There will be a lot of miracle marriages this year. Except you don't want to get married. If you are ready and you are a seed of Abraham, wherever your husband is or your wife, the angels of God will organize a proper meeting in the name of Jesus Christ. If there be any blockade, it is dismantled now in the name of Jesus. And the truth is, there are generational curses that affect people. But Jesus became a cause for us. Where? On the cross. So if you now notice that it looks like it's a generational curse and you are already saved, then you come out angry to enforce because the devil is a thief. He doesn't care what is yours. He will try to make it look like it's... Okay, look at it now. I assumed... Can you hear me? At the back, can you hear me? Oh, God. If you can hear me at the back, say amen. amen. How did you know you were at the back? <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Okay, um... Jesus Christ was in a boat. Did you believe that Satan would try to drown that boat? So do a funny. Is Satan that blind? There are different boats or ship on the high sea. When demons see Jesus, what do they say? Have you come to torment us before the time? So my logic is, if Jesus is in this boat, they will not come near and try to trouble others. But he came. He came. You just need to come out and say, no go area. There are Christians that are suffering under generational causes. They just don't know their right. The devil tries to put those things on them and if they are ignorant, it will continue. It will not look like they are not saved, but they are saved. Galatians 3, 13. Christ has redeemed us from what? The curse of the law. Be made a curse for us on the, that we might inherit the blessing of Abraham. So when you notice a pattern that is not of God, you stand your ground that I am blessed in Christ. Curses are broken. You can't have effect on my children. You can't have effect on my life. You conduct self-deliverance angrily angrily to enforce your right. The devil will try, but you tell him, no go area. No go area. I am blessed in Christ. That thing that affected my dad cannot affect me. I am saved. I am the seed of Abraham. And you break it. Life is warfare. We use the name backed by the word. But for those who are here, and you've noticed a kind of pattern for, for some time that it's not of God. And you're already saved. I proclaim over you that that evil pattern stops now in the name of Jesus Christ. That evil pattern is broken in the name of Jesus Christ. That negative cycle that has prevailed in your lineage... And is trying to impose itself on you, though you are saved. 
Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the law. Be made a curse for you. So I declare that that evil cycle is broken this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. You are set free from it in the name of Jesus Christ. A new cycle begins. A new process begins. A new narrative begins. It is a story of blessings. Story of increase. Story of advancement. You will start a new narrative in your lineage positively. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 46 verse 10. Isaiah 46 verse 10. I'm just giving us scriptures that would help us. Scriptures that would help us. Isaiah 46 verse 10. Is that correct? 46 verse 10. Lanamando sakara bakasitaranga. You have to wake up from that covenant night, eh? Ah. From verse 9. Angels now move you to 11. Ah. Okay, okay. Amen. Remember the former things. Remember, no. Go to verse 10, JJ. It doesn't fit into the. Declaring the end from the. And from ancient times, things that are not yet. This is, these are scriptures that you pray with. Saying, my counsel shall stand. And I will do. But when you are praying with verse 10, do you know his counsel for you? The word of God is the will of God. When you know his counsel concerning your destiny, you now tell him, your word says, you, you, your counsel must stand. So anything contrary to your counsel, I annul it. He's saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do uh, my pleasure. Verse 11. Verse 11 now. Calling a bird of prey from the east. <laughs> Amen. Calling a bird of bread from the east. <laughs> the man who executes my counsel from what? You know what this means? Anything that will make his counsel work, he can import it or export it. So you don't use your environment to judge God's ability. Do you understand? If it takes bringing the person from Peru, you know Peru? Some of you don't know that Peru. You know Peru? It's a country. <laughs> it says, the man, and even for your business, marry. He said, the man who executes my count, that counsel, the human being that will make it work, I can bring him. I'm the God of the earth. The man who executes my counsel from a far country, indeed I've spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have proposed it. I will also do it. 
So for instance, God's agenda is for me and you to mount up with wings as the eagle. I might not know the details, but all the ingredients for it to happen, it will bring it to pass. People, mornings, circumstances, connections, whatever, will make me soar like the eagle. His power will bring it. So when you're praying in tongues, you can be calling for those things. It's my year of ego's flight. All things are working for my ego's flight. Connections, relationships, abilities, energies are working for my ego's flight. You are gathering them, putting them together to cook ego's flight. After a while, the aroma begins to show from our lives. Let me close from Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Please, you must be worded. Grow in the word. Don't be word lazy in this church. Spend time, 30 minutes per day, reading it, asking God to give you understanding. For you to see it and understand it. Some things you are struggling with, others have used the word of God to clear it. <laughs> ah, the word of God is very sweet. Applied word commands dominion. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Now, you cannot put your name there now because you are the body of Christ. Benga, you understanding that? Christ is the head, we are the body. So how God anointed Benga Ilori with the Holy Ghost and with fresh power. Then you go about doing good and healing all. That means you are not powerless. And healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Our God anointed Yemi David with fresh power and with the Holy Ghost who went about doing good, doing good, blessing people. And we said doing good is not just spiritual good. It's also material good. Like we are doing tomorrow, we are feeding the poor, uh, sorry, the widows tomorrow. Feed a widow. It's tomorrow by 9 a.m. out here. And many of us have given towards that. If you have not given, be a major part of it. So that it can turn your night into noonday. Applied word provokes the hand of God. I said online last week that one of my assignments to the body of Christ is to help people see how to apply the word to generate signs and wonders in their lives. For instance, he said when you bless the poor, your night will become as noonday. It's not God that will come and give to the poor. It is you by the obedience of faith that will do it joyfully. You know, if you be willing and obedient, you, you, you do it joyfully as an extension of Christ. You bless the widows and then you claim the promises. The fulfillment of those promises makes you a sign and a wonder. The moment somebody's night turns into day is a sign in business. It's a sign. It's a sign. Your night will become as noonday. And don't be here and say, ah, me and my widow, they should contribute everything to me. Some people have that attitude in church. When they are preaching to the poor, they'll be excited. Thank God I've joined this church. They really believe in helping people like us. Yes, we had that problem many years ago. I had to address it. Don't be looking like, ah, well, I found a place where they will rescue me. In our church, we don't think poor. 
we think rich. Amen. Even if you lack, you must think of blessing others. Don't sit down there and say they should contribute to me. No. What can you do to be a blessing? They say it's 7,005 to help the, uh, the widow. Uh, can I even give 500 naira? Give it. Start with what you have. Thinking poor makes you poor. Say it with me. Thinking poor. Say it. Say it. Thinking poor makes you. That statement. If they announce in this service, another service that people that have serious problems, they are poor, want to help them, they should come here. Will you join them? Prosperity starts with your mindset. Greatness starts with your mindset. Stop thinking poor. Stop acting poor. Stop it. It doesn't help you. My pastor said he was in the U.S. many years ago. Many black preachers. Many, many, many years ago. When they go to the U.S., they're always waiting for the white man to give them, you know, to help the black preachers. Because black preachers will have problems. So one of them came to meet him and said, um, Sir, I love what you just shared with us. What needs have you in your ministry? He said, Our ministry has no needs. Thank you. How many pastors will not bring out a paper? Sit down there, sir. He said, and that was before they acquired anything. So, you, you be it before you are it. Telling a white man at that time that came to meet you, what needs have you in your ministry? And you are telling him, oh, he said, our ministry has no needs. We only meet needs. Yes, sir. He said, the white man's nose turned red. Because it's like the first time a black man will respond like that. Poverty starts with a needy mentality. All my uncles must help me. All my siblings must help me. Nigeria must help me. Everybody, I have a problem. I have a problem. They must help me. If that's your mindset, it evaporates today in the name of Jesus Christ. You turn it around. I am blessed to be. Say it, say it convincingly. Let me know. I am blessed. I am a blessing. I am a blessing. I am helping others. If I raise prayer point in some places, are you here? Can we pray that God will raise destiny helpers? You see us the temple, we go up. Everybody's praying for destiny helpers to come and help them. It's a, it's a bad syndrome. Have you ever prayed? Make me a destiny helper. That's the way to go. I have prayed that prayer now. As I'm closing, say, pray, pray. Make me, me, uh, a destiny helper. The way Jesus resurrected today and helped my destiny. Jesus, make me a destiny helper. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. Make me, and maybe you can describe to him the kind of destiny helper you want to be. I want to help my nation. I want to transform my household. I want to bless the less privileged. Make me a destiny helper. If you can hear my voice online, on site, 
Surulere, Leki, Goodland, anywhere in the world, lift your voice and pray. Father, make me a destiny helper, a destiny helper to my generation. Yes, enlarge the scope of your prayers. Make me a destiny helper to my area of influence, in the area of education, entertainment, in the area of business, in the area of finance, in the area of, uh, of governance, in my household, in my nation. Father, I surrender myself. Make me a generational destiny helper. Let your grace rest upon me. Let your anointing explode over me. Use me. Use me. For your glory, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Lift your voice, Akanama. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. Greatness.